0: are back. Episode 8. Y'all, this officially marks two months of me having my own podcast and I am so excited and I literally look forward to sharing my Saturday with you and I appreciate all of you for tuning in every Saturday at 12 o'clock and sharing a few minutes of your Saturday with me. It means more than I could ever put into words and I have some exciting things coming which I'll share with you at the end of this episode but today's episode is a little heavy it's extremely vulnerable for me and I really just hope that you have a me too moment um, by listening to today's episode and understanding that you aren't alone. And so today, I'm going to be talking about you're not, dot, dot, dot. And I think every single person, we all have insecurities. We all have moments. And so if any of these things that I'm about to say resonate with you, know that you're not alone. But I'm going to share a couple of them and I'm going to share a vulnerable story with you. You're ugly. You're not pretty enough. You're not enough. You won't ever be anything. You're not smart. You're not skinny enough. You're too short. You're too thick. You're too fat. You're too curvy. Your eyes are too big. Your lips are too big. Your butt's too big. Insert anything in there that's ever been said to you. You won't be anything. Any of that. Insert any of that. And realize that you're not alone. We've all had moments of feeling any of those things. And... I had a conversation with a friend last night, and it really brought a lot to my memory of things that I didn't realize was impacting me. And I had actually started to believe the lie. And we all have lies that we choose to believe in our life. And I. I'm going to share this with you, and I don't know that I've shared this in this capacity ever, and so know that I don't take this lightly, and it's a huge deal for me to share this. So when I was a, well, I had just graduated from college, and I had kind of took a gap year and I had kind of really just was trying to figure out what I was going to do, where I was going to go and ended up moving to Raleigh, North Carolina, really like Wake Forest, Raleigh, North Carolina area and stayed with a close family friend. And I was in a relationship at the time with someone that had good intentions but just wasn't good for me and because I was just in this transitional phase of just law school was not going to happen I had realized that it just wasn't what I wanted and wasn't really going to provide the life that I wanted and I remember this one particular night and having the conversation with my godparents and them essentially telling me that I was going to fail and I was not going to enjoy my life because of the decisions that I had been making because of the relationship that I was in and talk about crushing words that hurt and take root and cause trauma and things in your life that you don't even realize at the time. And so it was extremely hurtful and was basically told that I needed to go back home And that I could not stay with them anymore. And talk about feeling defeated. And I remember sitting in my car and I remember calling my mom. And I remember just being so frustrated. And wanting for once outside of my mom and my immediate family for someone just to believe in me and to choose me. And I remember packing up my car and I remember putting everything in my car. And I knew that North Carolina for that season of my life was where I was supposed to be. And I remember packing up my car and driving to my now ex-boyfriend's house and us just having a conversation, we were playing basketball outside. Um, in the driveway, and he was just like, What are you gonna do? Like, your car is packed up, you're gonna go to your mom's friend's house and you're gonna say your goodbyes. But essentially, I was gonna be tucking my tail between my legs and moving back home, which which to me was defeat. And, you know, my mom was like, No, it's not defeat. Everybody has points in their life where they have to take a step back and you know, reevaluate and all that kind of stuff. And so I remember telling him like, this is where I'm supposed to be and everything's just going to work out. This is where I'm supposed to be. Everything's going to work out. And so I remember driving to Fayetteville, North Carolina and seeing that close family friend and having a conversation of like, what do you want to do? And I said, I know North Carolina is where I'm supposed to live. And I just need God to open the door to make it clear this is where he wants me to be. And she was like, well, does it have to be law school? And I said, no, it doesn't have to be law school. I'm okay with adjusting the plan as needed if that's what God wants. And in the middle of our conversation, she like picks up her phone and she's calling someone. And I'm like, wait a minute. In my head, I didn't say this out loud. I'm like... I'm like pouring out my heart to you. I'm like telling you all these things and you're trying to call somebody in the middle of the phone, like in the middle of our conversation, like that's rude. And, you know, I go to bed and I toss and turn all night because again, the next day I'm getting in my car with my tail between my legs and I'm driving to back to Kansas where my mom lived and starting over essentially. And... I was had gotten up the next day. I had, you know, gotten ready, brushed my teeth, washed my face and did all of that stuff. And my phone rang and it was my mom's friend and she said, "Are you up?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm up." And she said, "You're staying in North Carolina." And I'm like, "I'm sorry, come again?" And she said, "You're staying." And I started to cry and she said, I know you probably thought I was crazy last night because I picked up my phone and I started calling someone in the middle of our conversation, but I was calling your mom and I was calling your mom to let her know that you could stay here until you figured out what you wanted to do, because this is where you believe that you were supposed to be. And I just bawled my eyes out and I stayed there and I remember unloading my car and I'm telling you all this because you're going to have people in your life that don't believe in you and are the people that should and are the people that should be your biggest cheerleaders. But sometimes those will be the same people that you're pulling the knife out of your chest that they stabbed into you. And despite all of that, choose not to believe the lie. Because it occurred to me last night, I was having a conversation with a friend and my friend said to me, Ashley, you are worthy of love and you are worthy of good things. And it reoccurred to me again that that lie had creeped in and I had started to believe that lie that I didn't deserve good things and that I wasn't worthy of love and that I wasn't worthy of being valued or held at high esteem. And I know that's a lie because I know that I was fearfully and wonderfully made I know that I'm worthy of good things and I know that I'm worthy of love. So to that person that is listening to this right now, and maybe you're in a season of your life where you feel like you haven't been picked, when you feel like you haven't been chosen, when you feel like everyone is counting you out, know that you were fearfully and wonderfully made. Know that you are worthy of good things. Know that you are worthy of love. And there's this song that I listen to. And it's Who You Say I Am. And it's by Hillsong. And I'm just going to say some of the words to you. It says, I am chosen and I'm not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. Let today's episode serve as an encouragement to you that you are not alone. That we all have challenges in our lives that we're facing and that we're working through and no one's perfect. And this is extremely vulnerable for me because I'm always used to being the shoulder. I'm used to being the strong person and showing weakness or vulnerability in my house was not the norm because we were taught to be very strong and don't show weakness and don't be overly emotional about things and it made me be a very stern person sometimes and in some cases callous which is why I go out of my way to love on people and to be kind and to Just be present everywhere I am. That's part of the reason why I make friends anywhere that I am. Because I understand that there are struggles happening behind the scenes that people don't know about. And maybe they're never going to share about. But maybe they'll remember that one person that was kind to them that day. And so, I love y'all. And just know that I truly value bringing things to you. Every single week, that I believe are going to strengthen you and benefit you because I know without a doubt I'm here to be a light. And I want to encourage people who are maybe feeling some of those same feelings, working through some of those same feelings, and know that you are not alone and that we're in this together. And that if no one has told you today that you're beautiful, that you're smart, that you have purpose, that you are loved. Let me be the first to tell you that. You are beautiful. You are loved. You have purpose. You are enough. No additions or subtractions are needed because you were made perfectly in the image of Christ. Whether you believe that or not, it's the truth. So I love y'all. And meet me here next Saturday at 12. And I'm going to be starting a series about choosing yourself. Because I we live in this age where we're taught to choose everyone else. And we can be everyone else's biggest cheerleader. But we need to learn to be that for ourselves first. So meet me here next Saturday at 12 o'clock. I love y'all so much. And thank you for being on this journey with me. So until next time, feel free to send me voice messages if There are things that I'm saying that are resonating with you guys. I would love to hear from you and continue to send feedback. If there are any episodes or things that you want me to cover, please send them my way because I want this to be beneficial for everyone. Love y'all so much. Bye.